Sunbird Sound Off live on 790 ESPN with Eric Bentley begins now. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome here to the Sunbird Sound Off live. Another jam-packed episode for you all to get caught up on everything going on around FPU Athletics here. Obviously, we're in the spring, so a couple of spring sports starting to round out their season, getting into postseason play. We've got uh, men's and women's tennis coach George Rodriguez, obviously a familiar uh, friend of the program. He's been on a handful of times, but he's also joined by Pablo Subeda. Did I get that one right? For the most part, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I'll take for the most part. And then we've got Elise Lake. She's nodding her head in agreement. I got that one right. Okay, so I'm like one and a half for two. <laughs> Sometimes when we get on the air, everything just kind of flies out of my mind. I don't know. I'm sorry. And then in the second half hour, we're going to talk with Ray Winter, uh, track and field. They've got a week off this uh, past week, but they will be heading to the conference championships coming up ahead. And then before we get talking tennis around FPU, baseball split their series against Biola. It was a four-game series. They dropped the first two games. They won the second and th- or rather the third and the fourth game of the series. So yet again, if, if you've been familiar with Fresno Pacific, you know that that's kind of been a trend for the Sunbirds this season is splitting these four game series. They were able to get a sweep in there against Holy Names in between that, but that's now seven of the last eight four game series that the Sunbirds have split with their opponents. So they'll look to try and get things back in the right direction. You can't complain about 500, but obviously it's tough when, when you're hanging there around that mark, they'll be back in action. They are on the road. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Obviously tennis and track were in action. We'll get to both of those throughout the course of the show, because that's obviously who we're putting the focus on here. Obviously, or also stay tuned for the end of the show because flight night took place back on Monday. They gave out, you know, the annual awards, the birdies. I don't know how many people out there are office fans, but uh, I mean, I might take a birdie over a Dundee at, at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that you know, you can't get wrong with a birdie. We'll let you know which Sunbirds excelled on and off the court. We'll give you the results there at the end of the show. But coach, obviously, we'll get to you. We've been patiently waiting. You got here about let about 20 minutes ago <laughs> or, or so. We've been having fun kind of chatting it up hanging out um but obviously it was a grind out there in arizona you had the women's team playing three three matches in three days you had the men's team playing or rather i beg your pardon it was the other way around the women's team played four matches in four days the men's team played three matches in three days what was it like um you know kind of getting through that grind obviously you know everybody's here in fresno uh, used to you know the heat you know maybe maybe a little bit of a dry heat but what was it like for you guys to kind of grind through that uh that that whole tournament no it was uh really great to to see the girls go four matches and like we talked about before just going through those you know getting ready for that week you know and um learning from last year um that experience and making those adjustments this year and on that you know having a good week we only had that one loss we came in third so 
Um, they were on top of their game that whole week. It was great to see the guys um, were, you know, after the, on that third day, that third match, you could see the fatigue sitting in almost like the girls did last year. Um, so they learned from that. We learned from that as a team and, and making those adjustments for next year, you know. All right, so um, let's start on the men's side of things. Obviously, it didn't really go as you guys probably wanted to, um, unable to come up with a victory. But what uh, what do you see in this team that gives you hope uh, going into next year? No, definitely. Um, I, the, the, the progress they've made throughout the year. You know, um, we came close to beating some of the teams that we played. Um, the effort that they put in, um, obviously next year is going to be a, a different year, another year, you know, to learn from. Um, but just the progress they made throughout the year from when they started to, to where they ended, it, it's been a great adjustment for them. It's great strides, great improvement. And I was just really proud, you know, to, to see them qualify in the first place. But now once we got there, it's, you know, we're not just happy to qualify anymore. I think we're, we want to get to that next level. And that's my goal as a coach. And, and that's my vision for the team. And we want to do something next year. All right. So Pablo, let's bring it over uh, to you. Um, let's talk a, a little bit about your your personal game. How do you feel um, like in your freshman year you were able to improve from the start of the season uh, up until the end? Yeah, um, so I've talked with Coach about this several times, and this year was all about the growth and the molding, and especially with our team like full of new people. Um, there was like a sense in which everyone was growing together and learning with the experience, like going to a first college tennis match, um, in going down conference play, going to the conference tournament. So for me, this year was about growth and not only like the technical and the tactical part of the game, but most importantly, the maturity and the growth of how to embrace every situation. So for me, that was the, the part in which like I focused the growth the most not only the win or the loss, but rather the experience itself for the future years to be prepared to what to expect. And I think for the whole team it was as well. And doing it all together was so much fun, honestly. So I know uh, you and I were talking, uh, obviously, well, the three of us were talking uh, before the, we came on the air. Um, and I was saying about how I was, a, you know, kind of a band guy, you know, for my first two years or all throughout high school and then throughout my first two years of college. Um, and I could kind of see my growth improve once I got to college, especially after my freshman year. What's one thing in particular that you think you've gotten better at in your time at Fresno Pacific? Um, I think... What I improved the most was the ability to trust my game in like the pressure situations. And that came from the support with coach, the support with the team, how we were talking about this in the car when we came here, how we're focused on the day to day on doing our best with when we're training. But then looking at the bigger picture, you see how this constant support from a team effort automatically when you're in the pressure situation it's like go for that shot go for this opportunity i think that's what i i improved the best was just trusting my game on trusting all the work the work that was put in like behind the scenes 
All right, so coach, you were nodding your head in agreement every single word that was that was mentioned there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously you're proud uh, of him. Let's take it over to the women's side of things. Like I mentioned, uh, you guys won three of four. You uh, finished with the highest uh, uh, highest finish at third place um, for your team. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, the women's side of things. No, I mean, they, you know, I had trust in them from the beginning after last year, you know, and going into the tournament, you know, they were playing really well. I made sure they had the interval of rest and, and you know, when to go. And it just turned out great. I mean, we they worked really hard. I mean, it was some of the best matches I've seen um, throughout. Um, there were long matches and they showed what they were made of. I mean, it was great to watch them just uh, be able to br put everything together during last week. Uh, and so how exactly do you think they were able to put it all together? Was that, you know, maybe a little bit of coaching, maybe, you know, just a little bit of personal grit? Obviously, at least we'll get to you in a minute to kind of answer that question as well. But um, how, how as a coach do you go about kind of coaching these players through, okay, well, you've got four matches in four days. You, you've got to try and win them all. H how difficult is that, especially in an environment like you've got in Arizona? No, definitely. I think being in Fresno did help us out with the weather, you know, being hot, sunny, and that really, you know, we're used to that. So going in there really got it. Was, it was a comfortable situation for us. And it's just, you know, getting them ready, um, making sure that, you know, every, all they've worked for the whole year, trusting the process. And, and it was great to watch that. I mean, the, the, each player, the, the grit, the fight that they showed. And um, just, like I said, just having that trust in the process and really going out there and, and go, like I told them, you know, every match that we're playing this week is, you know, act like it's the last match of the year. This is it of your career. And that was the mentality of it, you know, pushing them um, beyond their comfort zone. Um, and that's something, you know, I was thinking about that, reflecting on that, that, you know, I am the type of coach that wants to be, have my players be a multidimensional player, have the aggressive game and be comfortable with it. So, you know, making sure, giving them that support as well, that, you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay to go beyond that comfort zone and, and really, you know, taking it to that, next level with them all right so elise we'll get over to you you've been patiently waiting and i appreciate that so let's let's bring it over to you obviously we heard what coach had to say but you know sometimes coaches feel a little bit different than players so give us a players you know uh, aspect of how you guys were feeling and how you feel about the tournament um so personally i really enjoyed arizona and i feel like the entire women's team really came through uh, during Arizona. I feel like we just really had a lot of trust like between each other. Like going on the court, I always knew like no matter what court it was that like my teammates, they were all fighting hard. We were all uh, determined fighting for the same goals out there. So I feel like that really gave each and every one of us more strength, at least it did for me because I always knew that, like, I was fighting for myself, but I was, uh, even more, I was fighting for my team. 
All right, so um, I believe this is a question I've asked before to coach, um, or, or maybe it might have been a different sport. I'm not 100% sure, so forgive me if I'm repeating. But um, obviously, from what I've seen, the men's team comes out and cheers you guys on when you're playing, and you guys also cheer them on when they're playing. What's that kind of like, you know, to have that relationship between the two teams? And and like you were mentioning in, in your previous answer, you know, you know, you have the support of your team. You also got the support of another team as well. What's that like? Um, I think it's really great. I think it's something that like others, other teams and other schools sometimes lack. So for us to have that is super special, I think. And in important moments, it really, it really like helps and even I know during some of my matches which have been like super hard for example Pablo uh, he, he has cheered on for me and it has really made the difference and I think that for the two teams to cheer, cheer each other on like this it's really great Okay, so you, you actually brought that up. That was going to be my point for a little bit later, but because you said it, we're going to bring it up now. Pablo actually, spoiler alert, he got the birdie for the Sunbird Super fan. Talk a little bit about that, Pablo. What makes you a Sunbird Super fan? I mean, obviously, we saw from the answer that we just got that, you know, there's pretty good reason for that award. Uh, what's it like, you know, what makes you want to go out there and cheer extra hard to the point where you get an award for it? Yeah, for starting with, with a team, I see not two teams, but I see one team. And we all grow in the same culture and I support them because they're my team and I want them to do well. So I go out there, I see these tense moments in which a cheer or support is the difference in between coming out on the right side or not. So for me, it's really important to give them that support as like for Elise and the rest of the team and the rest of like the men's side. And for the rest of the school, for me, it's just being reciprocal. Like, I will give out all the support to the school and like fellow athletes, like as much as like I want it for us and for the tennis team. I I think it's really important to support your friends, support your colleagues and just like carry a positive culture in which there's just constant support, like positivity and just like the fact of being a sunbird, I guess. So what's your favorite non-tennis event? that you have been a part of to cheer on that you like? And everybody's laughing, so hopefully that means it's a good question. I don't know. What's your favorite non-tennis event that you've been a fan at to cheer on for the Sunbirds? Yeah, I, I know why Coach is laughing, but, <laughs> but my, my answer, I think the games that got the most like exciting were the basketball ones, and I think I will never forget the atmosphere when like we had the the conference tournament and the student section was full. Like I've never seen anything like that. And coming to college in the US, that's like something I I imagined of, I dreamed of having this atmosphere in the school I go to, this energy. So for me, I think I will never forget the game against art and the, the atmosphere that was in that basketball game. 
Yeah, you actually brought up to me the Darren Person Jr. Uh, block at, at the end of the game that mm-hmm. you, that was, you know, a heck of a block. Obviously, I was so excited on the call. It is great. So let that be a lesson to everybody out there who's listening. If you haven't come out to the Special Event Center or FPU Diamond or Ramirez Field or the Tennis Complex, it doesn't matter. If you haven't come out, make sure you get out there and hashtag back the birds because there's some fantastic product getting getting put on the floor, the diamond, the field, the the court. It doesn't matter. Um, Elise, let's bring it back to you. Um, so you, I was looking at the uh, at how things uh, panned out in the last match. Um, obviously, that third uh, the third place game that y- you had the match in it was unfinished. So, but you were ahead when it was unfinished so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot i know you're looking a little nervous but i i'm gonna put you on the spot here um are are you mad that one of your teammates got the job done before you to end the match or are you okay with the fact that you guys were able to take third in the highest uh finish in team history um good question (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to do it to you. No, it's it's fine. Um, definitely wouldn't say that I'm mad because I think the team does come before like the individual. So if the team does great, I'm really happy about that. Um, timing was a bit, yeah. I had chances. I could have brought it home. I think, you know, even I, coach was there on my court and he was like, "You got this. I believe in you. This is the moment." And I had three chances and then it was already over so um but I'm not I'm not mad at all but just you know these things do happen in college tennis and it's motivation for next year, right? You, you know, you get put in that same situation, you hit a winner down the line, and, and you're going to be good to go, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it, if it taught me anything, just to finish up my matches uh, more quickly. <laughs> All right, obviously, um, both you and Pablo are ob- not from the United States. What brought you to Fresno Pacific? Uh, well, yeah, we'll start with you, Elise, and then Pablo, y- y- you're ready. You're next. Okay, so, um, well, definitely the most appealing thing was it's in California, the weather is nice. I'm from a, a pretty cold country. Um, just a few weeks ago, like back home, it was still snowing. So being here in the sun is amazing. And of course, Coach Rodriguez, like uh, the, the tennis program he introduced to me, like it's lived up to my expectations. It's great. Like girls that are my teammates that I've gotten to know just a lot of aspects of this program uh, have been really great and yeah yeah Estonia right that's that's where you're from yeah I'm sure the weather here you got you got to be loving it a lot of people in Fresno I I'm sure you probably have gathered this now but a lot of people complain about the weather here yeah it gets hot sometimes but I mean we got sunshine. We don't have a lot of snow. You can still do outdoor activities like 10 months out of the year. Pablo, same question to you. What brought you to FPU? Yeah, for me, it was a combination of, of all factors. I've wanted to play college tennis since I'm little. And looking at the search and this process, when I talked to coach, I immediately felt uh, like a good connection. And for me, it was... The, one of the most important factors was having a good relationship with, with my coach 
because the coach is the person that carries on the program. So I, I came because I knew I was going to come in a program that I fit in, a program that has like the values I was looking for, which is hard work, um, just grinding it out. That, that was one of the biggest factors. And then I looked at the school as amazing facilities. It's a small school where things are focused, things are centered. And it's in California, of course, as Lee said. That's, that's pretty appealing, pretty attractive. So it's a combination of all these factors that, that brought me here. And the level, the level of tennis in our conference is, is quite high. It's somewhere where you can develop and you can grow so much. Yeah, we've talked about the level of competition in the conference with Coach before. Um, so I totally agree with you on all of those points, and you're not the first person here to say that. Probably won't be the last. Hopefully we get more of you guys coming into the studio. All right, last one for you guys before we get back to Coach. Pablo, we'll start with you. Have you had any opportunity to go out and do something fun here while you've been in California? What's been like a like maybe a place that you've visited or, or something – that kind of stands out in your mind? And obviously, Elise, get ready, because the question's coming for you next. Yeah. Um, as a freshman, it's hard to move around. And as an international, there's, I mean, we're, we're stuck in school pretty much. And the past semester, um, the focus has been season. So pretty much the places where I've been able to go is uh, L.A. because of our traveling. And we went to San Diego that travel to Point Loma was amazing. I'll, I've never been in such like sports scenery. I was in shock and I still am. And I mean, it was out of the, the state of California, but our trip to Denver, uh, Colorado and Grand Junction, um, I was riding shotgun uh, when coach was driving across the Rocky Mountains. And that scenery was, was insane. I, I, I will never forget these, these scenes. So just the, the experience of coming to college tennis and getting to see these places because of the sport for me it's it's like priceless oh yeah i mean uh, who can complain about you know la or san diego point one i mean come on i've seen pictures of their baseball field overlooking uh, off the cliffs it's like about what 10 feet off the end of the cliffs and then you're down in the ocean i mean it's beautiful. I love going down to San Diego. My buddy uh, lives down there. My sister went to school down at San Diego State, so I go down there all the time. I love San Diego. So, Pablo, very, very, very good. I, I'm with you on that one. What about you, Elise? I mean, honestly, I would say the exact same thing. I mean, just traveling around California has been, like, an uh, unforgettable experience, definitely. Um, what what I love to do with, like, the teammates is, like, we go eat outside sometimes. That's really nice. But yeah, I agree. As a freshman international, it is like slightly difficult to find the opportunity to go out and have fun. And hopefully that will change. But even right now, like everything's been really great. Favorite food you've eaten on a road trip? What is it? Oh my God. <laughs> there have been so many, honestly. I feel like we've been to so many absolutely great places you can't you you can't dodge the you got to give one if it's not number one <laughs> at least maybe top three you got to give something to the people there's got to something right um <laughs> there's really so many that i just i just can't tell i can't narrow it down 
<laughs> All right, Coach, I'll, I'll, I'll pass the question over to you. What's your favorite spot that you've taken the team to? No, definitely. I, I, I get her because we do go to a lot of different <laughs> great restaurants, you know, when we do travel. Um, you know, one of our, my favorites was when um, we went to San Diego, a Mexican restaurant down there. Phenomenal Mexican food. Um, even when we were in, uh, in Surprise, we went to a Mexican Macayos restaurant there. Mexican food, again, phenomenal. Just the, the taste, the amount of food you get for these <laughs> athletes and for the price is awesome, you know, and the quality is there. So um, those two Mexican restaurants for me have been fantastic, especially right. for the team. Yeah, and Coach, last one before we let you go. Nobody can turn down a Mexican restaurant. I mean, come on. You can't do it. I mean, it's just good food. And like you said, you get the quantity. I mean, it, it, you can't get much better than that. Last one, Coach. Um, uh, men's, women's, we'll talk both of them. But um, what are you looking forward to from both of these teams coming out of this season and looking forward to next season? And I know you're 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 laughing, but uh, you know that's it's kind of my job. Sorry, I gotta I gotta ask you the question. No, definitely, that's uh, definitely a great great question. Um, for the girls, you know, we're losing a couple girls after this year, a couple seniors um, towards the top of our lineup. So I'm bringing in seven new girls. So it, it will be a rebuilding year, but I think we have the foundation to make another great run next year with the girls coming in. Um, the growth from the team that we have right now, I think, will be great. Um, the experience from, you know, Elise being her first year here. Um, and, and looking forward to see what we could do next year. You know, the, the summer is going to be important for us, uh, for both the men and the women, what we do and how we come back. Um, but now that we know as a team, we have two teams now, they know what, you know, what to expect, my expectations, our vision to, as a team. Uh, I, I see a great future for the women. Um, for the guys, it's you know, it's going to be another I think rebuilding year for the guys as well. Um, that's what I'm seeing. Um, it's going to be good. I mean, I think we, we learned a lot as a team for the guys. Um, they had a great experience. We qualified for you know, for the conference tournament our first year in. Um, I now know what we need to do. I now see my vision, my expectations, and what I want for them, where I want to see them at, and what I'm going to have to do this summer myself, uh, or starting now, what you know, to make that happen for the future. And so, will there be, I, you know, there'll be changes, yes, um, but it'll be a good, good changes. I think it's going to be good, and there'll be growth along the way. And, and same for them, you know, what they do this summer is going to be important. Um, you know, but we weren't not just happy to get to the conference tournament. We want to do something like the girls did. So, all right, coach, obviously, thank you for your time. We've been talking Fresno Pacific uh, tennis with coach George Rodriguez. Also, thanks to Pablo and Elise for your guys's time. I know we hung out for a little bit before the show even got started. So hopefully you got the nerves out of the way. You guys did great. It was so much fun. Coming up next in the second half hour, we're going to talk a little track and field with Coach Ray Winter. They've got a handful of meets coming up before they go to the championships. So we'll talk some track and field when we come back here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live. 
Hello, I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. My wife, Cynthia, and I own and operate Haydock Real Estate. Hi, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. Haydock Real Estate protects your interests by handling your transaction with competence and kindness. We invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 to learn how our thoughtful approach can help you sell or buy your next home. Call Haydock Real Estate today at 559-392-5283. Sunbird Sound Off live on 790 ESPN. Welcome back here to the Sunbird Sound Off live. We're trying to get a hold of Coach Ray Winter right now, but like I was uh, telling uh, the tennis players and Coach Rodriguez earlier that uh, normally when he calls in, he's actually out at practice as they're running out there at Woodward Park. So not unsurprising that we can't get a hold of him, but we are continuing to try our producer Joe here in the studio calling him as we speak. So you know what? We're going to jump ahead just a little bit, and we'll start giving you a little bit of a rundown of the birdies. Like I talked a little bit earlier, the flight night took place back on Monday. They handed out a handful of, of of awards so we'll give you a quick rundown of those right here female freshman of uh, freshman of the year Ziamara Young from track and field male freshman of the year somebody who's been on the show Jan Bielecki from swim and dive female comeback player of the year Veronica Ortega Ramirez from cross country and track and field male comeback player of the year for the Sunbirds, Darren Person Jr., and obviously he was somebody that, as you all know, I had the privilege of watching up close and, and being able to call the games here this season. And, and even like uh, Pablo mentioned uh, earlier in this episode, his dunk that was late in the season, it was a 77 or 70 to 70 tie. And he comes up after battling through all those injuries. We've talked with Coach Haydock about that as well. Female Breakthrough Athlete of the Year, Tori DeLeon out of soccer. Male Breakthrough Athlete of the Year, Brian Banuelos from cross country and track and field. He's somebody that hopefully when we get Coach Winter on the line, we will be able to talk about what he's been able to do throughout the course of the season. Female Newcomer of the Year, Chloe Melise. From volleyball, I had the fortune of calling a couple of volleyball games here throughout the course of this season. Well-deserved Khalid Johnson is the male newcomer of the year. The baseball stud Wheaties is his nickname roaming out there in center field. He had a highlight type of play in the series this past weekend. Went up and robbed a home run out there in center field. It was impressive. You can If you follow me on Twitter, you can go back and see the call. I retweeted it. Female Senior of the Year for the Sunbirds, Danae Manabon-Gatewood. Again, someone who, if we can get a hold of Coach Winter, we'll talk about. She has been outstanding in the track and field. Jelani Watson-Gale, the Male Senior of the Year for basketball. And boy, he was such a fantastic addition to this Sunbird squad. Whenever they needed a big bucket, they got one from Jelani Watson-Gale. Best individual performance on the women's side is Kyla Richardson 
in track and field. The best individual performance for the men's side is in baseball, Justin Fusen, and I would imagine that that would be because he threw a no-hitter in a seven-inning game here to start this season. I think we might have Coach on the line. We're sitting here trying to trying to figure it out. We'll see if we've got Coach before I get to the rest. That would be like the ultimate tease, you know. I run through a couple and then, you know, wait until the very end to to talk about the 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 positives. But I do think we have Coach on the line here with us. Coach, do you have us here? Oh no, it's totally fine. No worries. I I know you're you're a busy man. You guys are are getting prepped and and ready. You got a couple of meets um, upcoming. We haven't talked in uh, about a month, but before we get into the individual performances um, and the PacWest Conference Championships coming up. Um, Overall, how are you feeling about things in the program on both sides? I uh, couldn't be excited, more excited. Uh, right now, we're at a high water mark and just doing things that we've never done before. So, men and women both, and that's uh, honestly, it's just really hard to do, and it's not something that I feel like I've been able to do until now, where both uh, both sides, as it were, elevate um, in kind of the same realm. And and so I'm I'm thrilled right now that uh, as a as a program, as an entire unit, we're just rising it's it's in the field events it's on the track and um and it's also we're, we're graduating a lot of superstars but it's not like everybody's leaving us too we've just got a sense of balance right now so it's exciting it's really a a, a special time for the program coach it kind of sounds like you're breathing a little heavy have you uh, are you guys out <laughs> at woodward and uh, have you been running with the team uh, or what's going on yeah, I'm, I'm actually at, at the track, and we did just finish practice, so I'm uh, I'm uh, just trying to find a place to stand still, but you caught me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no, trust me. It's okay. I get winded as I'm calling games, and I'm sitting still. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about um, – I'm looking here at the recap. Um, you guys had some strong performances um, at the Brian Clay Invitational <laughs> Uh, two weeks ago, obviously, you had a, um, a weekend off, but um, you said you were proud of the Sprint women as a squad, especially the 4x400 relay to go under 340 um, for the first time. Uh, talk a little bit about that and how impressive that was uh, for you as a coach. Yeah, that was, uh, man, I mean, it's a national leading mark um, at the time. This past weekend, a couple more teams ran about the same time, but just to, to lead the country in any discipline at all is just remarkable. And these ladies, um, I, I think they just exemplify everything that you want a sunbird to be, uh, just in the classroom and how they carry themselves and, of course, how they train. And it all adds up to, to good stuff. And sure enough, had a big breakthrough, kind of getting through that, that 340 mark in the, for, for the first time in school history, uh, leading the nation. And then the cool thing, I think, about relays and what – are what's indicated by relay success is that you've got depth you know you can have a superstar but you need four superstars to lead the country in relays and so I, I think we really do have we have four we have five we have six we have this great depth and uh so one of the best sprint squads in the nation and that was that was special to to go to a big invitational like that in fact uh, between brian clay and mount sack those are the two biggest track meets in the nation across all divisions that uh last weekend and uh, 
to win, to win the meet uh, and to win it going away uh, was, was really fun. And it was just great to celebrate and to, to kind of put it on some, some historic programs and let everybody know that that's, that's who we are and this is where we're at and we're not, we're not leaving. It's not changing. So that was really, really special. All right, so obviously, you know, you've been on the show a handful of times, which I appreciate. We've talked about Kyla. We've talked about Madison. We've talked about Danae. We've talked about Chloe. Um, I want to actually talk a little bit about Mason Ricks because she came on to this show, obviously, as a basketball player. She came in with Coach Beauregard. Um, She had a new, uh, I believe, yeah, it was a new personal best in the hammer throw back at the Brian Clay Invitational. What's it like to have not only somebody who is capable at performing their craft, but also somebody who's a dual sport athlete? Well, you, you really picked a great example of an uh, awesome human being. I mean, she, Mason is, is special. And, in fact, I was, I was listening to, to the talk show when, uh, when Coach was on with Mason and another teammate, and I was just grinning the whole time because, I could see her in studio just being her, you know, just, she's just such a firecracker. She's just such an extrovert. She's a leader. She's dynamic. She's hilarious. And, uh, she just brings up everybody around her. She's, um, she, she's pretty special. And I was really grateful that, that coach Beauregard said, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to share <laughs> because she is special. And, you know, sometimes athlete, uh, coaches can be protective of athletes, but he knew, Hey, this is going to be great for her. She's going to, you know, stay fit definitely in the spring and work uh, another craft that she loves. And we, we are the beneficiaries of Mason being Mason. Um, just an automatic leader. Whenever she walks in the room, everybody elevates. So uh, she sure enough had a great meet. Uh, and that's what, that's the thing too, is she's coming in, you know, late February, early March and not until everything with basketball is wrapped up. And that's, that's what I've always said is like, I, uh, the only time I'm going to see you is when you see me cheering for you in the stands at a basketball game until basketball is over. Uh, you know, first things first. And then when it's all said and done and, and coach releases you to track. So she comes out in March, and most of these folks have been throwing September, October, November, December. They've, they've been very specifically working on their technique. And so she's always playing catch-up again, um, and, and yet she's in the mix. And uh, I think she's going to score a bunch of points for us this weekend at Thompson's. Yeah, and, and, and make no mistake about it, Mason kind of ran that interview when she was on for the segment <laughs> here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live. I mean, it, it, she, she kind of ran that thing. So I agree with everything that you've said. Um, another person on the women's side who I've had the pleasure of interacting with, and she does a lot of stuff um, for the social media as well, Alicia Garcia, a new personal best um, in the Javelin. Um, what's it like to not only see these uh, players go out there and perform well, but also see them be active throughout the campus in other aspects of things like Alicia's got her top three plays of the week that she normally puts out there uh, on the on the Sunbird Twitter. What's it like to have someone who can perform and also do other things? Right, yeah, I'm just a proud, I feel very proud just because life is so much more than just sport. I mean, we, we give so much of ourselves, so much of our time and energy and our gifts into this, this craft, into our sport. But, you know, like I say to them, really who you are is happening the other 21 hours a day, you know, when you're not at practice. And, 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 and we're always trying to grow that. And I'm so proud on this campus. I see student leaders all over the campus. I mean, they're, they're, are 
residence advisors in the dorms and their their leaders with their their peer mentors and so forth and so on. And Alicia is a great example where she loves the mass communication and being creative and um, and media and and creates some awesome stuff and really promotes Sunbirds at large. So it's just fun to celebrate her. And then for her, somebody who celebrates everybody else all the time and then watch her on stage, you know, and she's coming down the runway and just, man, you, you, she's such a sweet person too. And it's just such a violent primal event, honestly, just throwing the javelin to see somebody like Alicia just like, oh, you know, and, and, and send that thing. And it just leaves her arm in such a way that she just didn't think was possible, you know, and it just keeps on going and keeps on going. So we're so proud of her. And she's just been kind of a, a surprise. Somebody that Coach Ray Hansen, who is my uh, throws coach, just found her on campus and started talking to her because he's kind of like Mason. He's just an extrovert. He's going to, he's going to find out all about you in one conversation. And he's like, Oh, you played softball, huh? Um, why don't you come on out? Let's, let's try this thing out. And sure enough, she's, she's the real deal. So it's been really fun to watch her develop and, and just celebrate all the things she's doing off campus, around campus as well. Yeah. I, and it's so much fun to see. Let's transition a little bit over um, to the men's side. We've got uh, just a couple of more minutes um, you know, uh, so let's talk, uh, I've got here in front of me, uh, Brett Lombardi back at the Brian Clay Invitational. He got an NCAA provisional. I'm just going to kind of give you the floor. Like I said, we're kind of running out of time a little bit. Um, yeah. but I'm going to kind of give you the floor, talk a little bit about what people can expect to see from the men's team in the PacWest conference championships. Absolutely, yeah. Brett is actually, he's hes kind of good at everything. And so we've actually set the decathlon aside. He's got his ticket punch for nationals. And so at conference, we're going to try to score as many points as we can. And instead of him doing just the decathlon that only counts as one event, even though it's 10, he's just going to ruin the show. And he's going to try to do six or seven events as an individual, score a million points. He'll be all over the place, pole vaulting and throwing the disc and hurdles. And so that's him. he He's just like... He's like Bob Mathias, you know, he's like the, he's like Captain America out there doing it all. It's pretty fun, honestly. And and he's the life of the party and I've got our coaches coming up to me and they're like, I love this guy and I hate them this guy too. He's killing us. You know, um, but that's just who he is. He's energy and he's team and he's uh, he's passionate. So he's gonna make a big splash this year in the decathlon and, and this weekend he's certainly gonna be our top point getter. Um, we got a strong contingency of distance guys that are going to just be clawing for every point in the distance events. And I think a surprise uh, group uh, that might sneak up and really just bring the thunder is our jumps squad and the, and the long and the triple jump uh, going to really surprise some people. We have a very competitive conference, one of the best jumping conferences in the nation for all of G2. So they're, they're going to be special with Isaac Davis and Adrian Hodges leading the way. Um, and then our throws group is really, I think they're going to be our top point getting discipline and, that's like four guys getting 75 points, which I know if folks don't know track, that that's just unheard of. And it's just, it's just out of whack, but a lot of very talented men. And, and so Mo Bradley, um, Aiden, Mary Hugh, Jesse Franco, some, some local boys there too. They're going to be scoring up, scoring big points. They're going to be some MVP kind of efforts. So that's, that's uh, some, some names to keep, uh, keep tabs on this weekend. And they have some life scoring going on through point on this website. Yeah, it's going to be a fun-filled weekend. You guys are down in San Diego for the Pac West Championships. That starts on Friday. Coach, best of luck to you guys. Obviously, the way that you have been trending throughout the course of this season, I have no doubt that you guys are going to have success. But best of luck nonetheless. 
I'll play always a pleasure, man. Thank you for, for always putting us out here, and uh, I love to just like put it out there. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on. We'll take a quick break. We'll get back to the rest of the birdie awards that I missed out on while we were trying to get a hold of Coach, and then we'll let you know what's coming up this week in Sunbird Athletics when we come back here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live. Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Back the Birds on 790 ESPN. Off live, we'll get ready to close things out again. We had a little bit of miscommunication with Coach Winter there on the phone call, so we gave you a handful of of the birdie awards that were handed out. So let's go ahead and close this thing out with some pretty big awards as well. We talked with Pablo uh, from the tennis team. He was obviously the Sunbird super fan. That was the award he was given. Uh, Let's transition over to the books a little bit. Female scholar of the year, Anna Berhoyeva from the volleyball team. Male scholar of the year, Alex Velasquez from the soccer team and then a couple of team awards the team community service award goes to women's basketball not not surprising obviously a a lot of these sunbird teams do community service but if you've tuned into the sunbird sound off live you you know coach Beauregard and, and you know how his team likes to be active and get out there in the community so not surprising whatsoever the team of the year men's cross country gets that distinction and the final two birdies the biggest ones the male and the female sunbird of the year the male sunbird of the year isaac davis from track and field and the female sunbird of the year and coach rodriguez and pablo and elise both made sure that i mentioned that sana brule was the female athlete or female sunbird of the year. So congratulations there. Uh, it's always got to be a fun night. I I didn't get an invitation, so maybe next year they'll, they'll let me in. I, I'm not sure. I feel like it would be fun to go to. But nonetheless, those are your winners. A quick look up ahead to what's coming up for Fresno Pacific here this week. Baseball is going to be on the road at Academy of Art on Friday and Saturday. It'll be a pair of double headers. Sunbirds running out of games to try and get themselves back up. Again, like I said, they're playing basically 500 ball, but see if they can win some games down the stretch on the track and field side again, like we were talking with Coach Winter about. They will be at the PacWest Championships coming up this weekend. So best of luck to them. Once again, thanks to all of our co- or our guests, Coach Rodriguez, Pablo, and Elise, and then Coach Winter on the phone. You already know where to come back. Same time, same place next week for the Sunbird Sound Off Live. 
If you belong to a Mennonite brethren, Mennonite, brethren in Christ, or other Anabaptist church and are looking for home or auto insurance, look no further than Mennonite Insurance. We insure our members' homes, churches, and our commitment is to provide you with competitively priced superior insurance products with the highest quality service. Instant, no obligation homeowner's estimate is available to you in 15 seconds at MennoniteInsurance.com. 